it's nine o'clock. Good evening, and welcome to Beware of Spoilers. I am Adam. I had moderately okay hopes for this movie. Um, I did not go into it expecting a lot. At no point during the announcement or development of this movie, over the amount of time it took to get this movie made, did I think, oh, this could be fantastic. There's nothing about this movie that really stuck out to me as something that was going to be, you know, majorly good. It's just kind of okay. I'm talking about Black Adam. I'm going to play the spoiler warning. Because, um, because I, I want to dive into spoilers a little bit. Um, because I think a lot of my problems with the movie come from the spoiler territory. Um, which makes for a an annoying way to do a review because you can't really get into... If you're trying to review properly, you really shouldn't get into spoilers because on the one hand, you want to let the person listening to or reading your review know what they're getting into with this movie, but on the other hand, you also do not want to, um, you know, spoil it. That way, if they want to go out and see the movies for themselves, they can, um, what's it called? They can go out and make that decision on their own. Um... I, I feel like with a movie like this, we're in this weird situation where I I feel like this is kind of a first draft, and they're like, fuck it, good enough, shoot it. Um, because it's like, here's the problem. There's too much of... Number one, there's too much history lesson, and too much of history lesson giving incorrect information... And then, um, having it be retconned later in the movie with another history lesson. When the first time the lesson is given, it's given by an omniscient narrator, kind of. And the omniscient narrator has no reason to lie to us beyond the fact that it's a, you know, beyond his, you know, beyond the plot demand. Um, and I feel like that's part of my first problem with this movie, is that we... You know, we spend a lot of time retreading his or his his base origin story, and I don't think that's necessary for for what this movie is. Um, I, I I don't think that enough time is really spent on the truth of his origin story for it to emotionally resonate. Because like the truth of the story is not what they lead with in the movie. I'm not going to say the specifics of what it is. Um, but I put the spoiler warning in, really, because I wanted to talk about the the Amanda Waller and Task Force X of it all. Um, so I feel like that's an important part of it. Um, and, and in terms, and the movie's not all bad. Like a lot of the, the visuals for Doctor Fate are really cool, and you know th- there are some cool fight scenes. But I mean, it, it's just there's a lot you got to sit through, and I don't think necessarily that everything that made the final cut of the movie needed to be in the final cut of the movie. Um, I don't think we need multiple fights between the Justice Society and, and Black Adam, um, because you get, it's diminishing returns after a certain point, um, I, I, I just feel like there's, there were, there are things in this movie that could have been left on the cutting room floor that would have made the experience a little more streamlined, but for whatever reason, they kept it in. Um, I feel like the whole, you know, man out of time could have been played a little bit better, um, they don't really do that. It, 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 toward the beginning of the movie, I'm watching it, and I'm thinking, like, this reminds me a lot of um, X 
X-Men Apocalypse, and, and that's not exactly a line you, like, something you want to, you know, do. Like, you don't want people remembering X-Men Apocalypse, or looking at that and being like, oh, that's what you guys are very clearly inspired from. Um, I, I, I feel like the, like, all that stuff in the flashback kind of informs that. I, there, there's so much in this movie that could have been better executed that just, I, I just don't think that the whole, um, what's it called, the whole, I don't think any of it really was, was well done, um, in that regard, um, and the, and the origin of Sabak, and, and Sabak doesn't really have a plan, and, or, or, and I think part of the problem is, too, um, we don't get a ton of development about Sabak in the same way that we get it about Adam, but I think that Sabak, we kind of need it, but at the same time, they can't give it. Because Sabak derives his power from, from demons, and not, like, I mean, well, I mean, all fictional demons, but they're, they're demons that are rooted in Christian ideology. Um, and I feel like that there was a concern among people when they were making this movie that if they named Beelzebub, if they named all of these other, you know, various demons and, 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 and versions of Satan... And, and that's part of the problem, too. It's like, this movie is like, what if we had edgy Shazam fight edgier Shazam? And it's like, okay, whatever. Um, but, like, Sabak doesn't get enough backstory. Um, and and, and the, the forging of his crown feels a lot like the forging of the One Ring. Um, and I'm just like, alright, I get what you're doing. Wow, that is something. Um, and and I, I feel like that was a mistake, too. Like... I don't know if that's... I'm, I'm not entirely familiar with Sabak and his backstory in the comics. I can't speak to if that's comics accurate. Um, but I feel like that's something that... If it's not uh, what it was in the comics, maybe they should have considered revising that. Um, but... Um, uh, it's just kind of weird that you have these two characters that are, from the beginning of the movie, inexorably bound... Um, in, in, in Sabak, and then, I guess, he, I mean, if we're gonna talk about the deified version of, of, of Tet Adam, I guess, Black Adam, but in the beginning he wasn't Black Adam, I guess we could call him Shazam, because that's what kind of is in the beginning of the movie, um, and, and if, if these two characters are kind of bound at the, you know, like, if they're bound at the hip, so to speak from the beginning of the movie, then why is it that we don't get as much information about that? And there's a really interesting dichotomy that could happen later on in the movie, and they do kind of get away from it at a certain point, where, like, we, the, the the area that I'm not remembering the name of right now, even though it's said like a million fucking times in the movie, but the, the region of the Middle East that they're in is has been occupied for, for generations. Um, and this, this intergang is what it's called. It's the fucking dumbass name. And the reason I remember that is that it's a really fucking stupid name. But, like, the intergang has been occupying it for 27 years while they're, like, getting Eternium, which is the material that allows you... Like, that, that's the thing, too, is Eternium is unobtainium, and it's, 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 it's mineralium that you need to progress the plot, I guess. And it's very quickly handled and not handled, um, and I, I feel like the, the, there's definitely something there that could have been done better, um, to make that feel a little bit more organic, but again, it just doesn't quite mesh right, um, 
and, and, and the thing is, too, it's like, uh, I don't quite, like, that. the whole thing comes down to Sabak is the ruler of this area. Like his, like, his ancestor, going generations back, held the land and he was the king of the land. And because he was king of the land, you know, they kept that invaders. Then... Adam comes in and liberates the land, and then Adam goes missing. So, what you could have gotten was this thing of two people who both kind of want the same thing, and you can get that. And again, to go back to X Men, Magneto and Professor X kind of thing. But the the issue is that um, what's it called? The issue is that uh, Sabak is very much Satan incarnate, and it's just kind of a weird choice. And it's like. His design is just so edgy. He's got a fucking pentagram on his chest. He's got horns. It's like, I'm watching this, I'm like, what the fuck? Like, at what point do we just go like, alright, can we tone this down? This is a little too on the nose. I understand. I understand what we're going for here. Um, and then it's like, they, they don't explain that if he sits on the throne, it will make his powers bigger. So, like, at one point, they're like, don't let him get to the throne. And I'm like, Why? Like, is it just symbolic that you don't want to let him sit on the throne? What happens there? And then when, when Adam sits on the throne, nothing happens. Why does he not get his powers augmented too? Um, it, it's just kind of a, a weird thing, and, and, and they don't do that. And then another th- weird thing is, and, and they do kind of address it, but not really, where it's like the, the Just Society shows up after Amanda Waller calls him in. He's like, guys, we need you to go in and handle this. This guy has appeared. He's a, he's a risk. Or he's a threat to us. Go get rid of him. So I was like, all right, fine. So they go off. And, and I think part of my problem is the Justice Society, as it's defined in this movie, hasn't been together for longer than five minutes. Because it's like they bring in um, Adam Smasher and they bring in... Um, what's his name? And, and they bring in Cyclone. And it's like, all right, cool. So we have Cyclone we have Adam Smasher. Awesome. But they had never been on a mission before. Um, and Wally even once said, it's like, they're a little green. And it's like, all right. And then they also have Dr. Fate and, and Hawkman. And it's like, all right, this is all really cool. Like, this is what I was here for, was just society. But, like, they show up there and rightfully, considering the the uh, the geopolitical issues of the region, they show up and, and they start saving the lives of the other people. And it's like, the, the it's so weird that it's the just society. Like... They really should have done the Suicide Squad, which brings me to my next problem. Now, this show, this movie is very much in continuity with the DC Universe, and DC, I think more than Marvel, has had this issue where why are things not lining up properly? And the more they try to line it up properly, the more it feels weird. Like, and the example I always go back to is trying to reconcile Justice League, the theatrical, and, and, and the Snyder Cut... But at the time that it came out, the theatrical version of Justice League with Aquaman, where the clearest way to just handle it is to just not acknowledge the events of Justice League. But they go out of their way to have Mera go, when you came and helped us fight Steppenwolf, and it's like, okay, but he has never been to Atlantis before in this movie. And he has not only been to Atlantis, but been to this part of Atlantis that is supposed to be so secure because it's holding a mother box. But whatever. It's kind of the same thing here, where it's like Harcourt's in this movie, and and so is Waller, and they're dealing with this is very much the aftermath of um, 
Peacemaker, were in Peacemaker, um, they shut down Task Force X, a.k.a. the Suicide Squad, at the end of that show. Spoilers if you haven't watched Peacemaker yet, but it's been fucking nine months. And it, it is an interesting thing to do that. It is very well and in, very well done and very interesting that they did that. But then to have them go, okay, so we're going to instead of having the Suicide Squad be the one to go in, we're just going to do the, the Justice Society. I'm like, number one, how is Amanda Waller calling in the favors to the Justice Society? Number, which, okay, whatever, that be that as it may, she's calling in favors to the Justice Society. Um, I'm not going to sit here and, and nitpick that part. My, my bigger problem is, like, it it doesn't quite mesh right that the Justice like, what is the Justice Society doing? Do Like, where did they come from? Where were they in the past? It, it appears that Hawkman's been doing things before this point, and Dr. Fate has talked about doing things before this point. You would think the fucking helmet would have told him about, um, you know, Steppenwolf and the fucking um, apocalyptic uh, invasion in Justice League, or the arrival of Superman and Zod, or any number of other things, but whatever, we'll, just, we'll be that as it may. We'll ignore all of that. The, the issue comes in later in the movie where very explicitly, and it's not explicit really, it's just kind of like, well, why is she calling in them? Because Task Force X no longer exists. Later in the movie, when they do finally get Adam to depower, and then so he can go into prison where, what's it called, into Task Force X, they bring him to a Task Force X prison, which, okay, fine, and that's where Harcourt is, and she's running the Task Force X prison. And, okay, that that's fine, that all that that's good, but there, there are people in the prison, and there are varying sizes and shapes of, of things that are all similar in, in design to atoms, and they're all activated. So it is very obvious that this prison holds a lot of supervillains, and it's not like that... Uh, it, there's, there's no real reason why they couldn't dispatch those people. And then... <laughs> We get to the third act of the movie, which is Sabak trying to unleash hell on Earth, and that's his whole plan, is we're going to bring hell to 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 Earth as it is, if we want to call it a plan. It's really more of a, a like, uh, it, it's kind of like Malekith, this bad guy, but that's his whole thing. He's going to bring hell to Earth, and he's going to, you know, do that. He never actually says that. I don't think he has any dialogue that really explains what's happening, besides just he's going to wear the hat and, and, and be proclaimed ruler of eternity, or I don't know give a shit. I, I would say the writers have a better job of this, but they obviously didn't because they didn't do it the first time. But all of that happens, and you would have thought that that would have been the time to be like, you know, maybe we can use Superman or the Justice League because the Justice League responded to the fucking, you know, events of Peacemaker. Like, and Superman does respond to Adam at the end of the movie, in the post-credit tag, which is why I put the spoiler on. And it's like, look, if this is the case, and this is what we're going with, and, and it's like, look, I understand, I understand that you want to have that cool reveal, but the, and Adam has to be the one to kill Sabak. I understand all of that. Like, and I think I'm pronouncing his name wrong, but I don't like to say it too much in the movie, but whatever. Um, like, all of that needs to happen the way it does, but introducing Superman at the end, it's like, well, why the fuck, like, He's literally trying to bring hell to Earth. His plan is literally to unleash literal hell on Earth. Like, that's explicitly the plan. 
I don't quite understand why it was that that they decided to be like, okay, so that's the plan, but what we're going to do is we're going to um, bring in what's it called? We're going to, to wait to call in um, Superman until... It's like we need to go threaten the new guy to make sure he stays in line. And also, here's my other question, um, if this is in line with all of that. This is now not the first time they've seen a character with this exact power set. Like I said, he is edgy Shazam. And we have a Shazam movie already. As evidenced by the fact that the Shazam movie ends with a post-credit scene setting up this movie. The Shazam post-credit scene very explicitly sets this up where it's like you have all the uh, the adult versions of the um, of, of the family sitting around. And it's like, oh, there's an empty chair over there. And um, and Darla's like, well, I'm sure whenever we meet him, he'll be really nice, and we'll be and we'll be best friends or something dumb like that. But you know, and, and it zooms in on the chair, and it's kind of like the the post credit scene for uh, um, Power Rangers, 2017 Power Rangers, with, uh, with introducing Tommy by ha- like having him call roll at the tension, and uh, it's like uh, Tommy Oliver, and it's just empty chair, and it's like, okay, I see where you're going with this whatever, moving on, um, so, all of that notwithstanding, all of that notwithstanding, Shazam exists in this world too, so it's like, okay, you see this guy with this thing, and also, if this guy is existing in this world, and he's got this, like, why is it that no one's questioning that, because it's not like Shazam's fight was small scale, and it wasn't like, and it was in the middle of nowhere. It, it, it was kind of in a populated area. And it, it was in a, you know, w- w- things were around. Like, it's one of those things where it's like, they're, they're not really thinking about the continuity, which is fine. And, and, and I, I've said for a very long time, I think DC's best plan, uh, best path to victory on this, to use a, a political commentary phrase, the, the best way for DC to... Um, to, to handle this would have been to do loosely associated movies that don't care too much about continuity. But anytime they try to do continuity, they're not thinking about it down the line. They're just like, all right, so this guy was here, so let's reference that. But you gotta lay the groundwork a little bit better. And you gotta think ahead. You can't just be like, okay, we're gonna do this here, we're gonna do this. And like, that's why Marvel did it their way. They planned it. Like, when you watch The Avengers, Thanos is at the end of the Avengers. Like, the, the, the first Infinity Stone is introduced in, in Captain America formally, but we, we see a, a picture of it in Iron Man 2. Iron Man 2 has references to Wakanda and, and all sorts of other things. And it's like, look, you know, they, they, there's a plan. And it's obvious they didn't have a plan at DC. And, and that's the problem here. Um, but... I think we've said enough about this. If you have not checked out Black Adam, it's not terrible. It's not as bad as I thought it was going to be going in based on the reviews. That said, it's still not a great movie. There are better ways to use your time. Um, and I think that, that it, it would be, you would be better off using your time on something better. Um, but we'll wrap up there for today. Until our next episode, have a great rest of your week.